Five Nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa. Good evening, welcome to Five Nights on this glorious 16 June 2022. And for fashion sense, I'm hanging out with the one and only Ifrema Mudimwani. If you're more in the building, he calls himself a clothes constructor, creative director, choreographer, motivational speaker, shows producer, and many more. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Ephraim? Thank you so much for agreeing to do this interview. How we how we spoke about it. We're at a at a festival in Johannesburg at Con Hill. We haven't been out in a while. And we are having you know fun. I mean? Yes, we are having fun. The music is nice. And I'm like, hey man, why don't you come on my show on the 16th of June? And I was like, why not? Why not? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Five Nights. How are you holding up? How are you doing, bro? You know what? Um, by God, grace of God, here I am. Here we are. We are alive. We beat 2020. We beat 2021. We are in 2022. You know, um, it's like we slept. And we sneeze and we wake up. Mm. The world has turned around, but mm. the world is moving. You know what I mean? Mm. So here we are. We are well back, kind of like coming back in life. Mm. You know, it's a new life, completely new. It's like a new era of life. You know, the things are not the way they used to be. You don't know if you are coming or going. You touch and go. But yeah, we are moving forward. Speaking of moving forward, uh, IFAMOL is an institution when we talk about South African fashion um, and an institution just based on how you started, how you kept consistent throughout the years. I mean, you've had challenging years and you had successful years, but the name yes. IFAMOL is an institution. Young black designers, when they think reference, they think you. Wow. Uh, young, white, <laughs> young white designers, when they think, I want to tap into this market and, and make clothes and design clothes for the stars. Now, my question is, when you started Ifimol, did you think that it would be so synonymous with South African fashion and part of our history when we talk about South African fashion? Honestly, I didn't think like the smash. You know, you're just coming into the, into the, into the new challenge and to just go with the flow so when when that happened i mean i just started i just finished being this super model kind of a person who was all over the world working as a model you know you're in south africa one minute you're in 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 in, in london you're in paris you're in milan wherever you can be and then when i stopped and i was like who what do i do do i move forward as, and go and do whatever i studied for which is advertising where I went, I went through triple A, I went to triple A and I said, should I go and do advertising? Mm, the clothing is still calling me. You know, it was still nudging me. Mm. And then I went, then that's where I went. And in 2002, I launched my brand at SA Fashion Week. And I've never looked back since then. And uh, it has been a really ongoing, beautiful journey mm -hmm. with its highest, in the most long ways. <laughs> no, oh, but the journey has been accomplished because I would say it's been accomplished because 20 years down the line, I still feel like I'm starting afresh. I feel like, yo, I mean, I'm new in this game. I need to start, I need to up my game all the time because there's new coming, there's new yeah, young peers, young people coming, the old as nurturing themselves. So it's either you fall off the track or you train a lot. And then you run, you take a button and you change 
the lanes, you know, they said, no, I'm no longer running 200 meters, now I'm running 500 meters. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm running mm. whichever way that suits your stamina and suits you as well. Mm. But thankfully to the creativity because the creativity doesn't get old. That's yes. one thing. I would say you're as creative as when you're your last day. Mm. You speak about the, the advertising industry. You also speak about being a model before being a fashion line owner, head designer, you know, being the CEO. Let's let's take it back there. When you were modeling, yeah. did, did you did you think like I, I make everybody's clothes look nice? I think maybe I should be designing clothes to wear for myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When we started, when I one was you started model, who started and who made it big in this country. We already had uh, other people that would look up to, like, Nakedi like, Ribanis, you know, but it was an era that just closed. Mm-hmm. And then we just came, I mean, we were in the, we in the 90s kids, we were just finding their feet, you know what I mean? And uh, I remember there was a, a group of us, we were about 15 to 20. Mm-hmm. They are Tandis Amazwai, they are Tebo, they are Lebo Matosas, the Pumshakas, that era, about Tebe, one man. So we are in Europe, and then we are this old, young, fun, having people who once we are called the lost generation remember mm-hmm. because we just came back from the 90s and then we are we don't know where we're going like early 90s we don't know where we all we all try to find our feet we don't know what we want to be and i was like no i want to be a model i want to be something i want to be a musician there were poets where the, the, the culture was happening in that time you know in your it was a mm-hmm. big culture mm-hmm. about about you know when yfm young people were all starting everybody's like there you know what i mean and they were fresh I'm like okay where do we go there what do we do guys and then you know we we didn't even say we didn't say all come together, but it just happened. We all found ourselves in that in that oh, man. in that something like that area, and it became you know it became a culture of a hub of creativity. You know what I mean? Everyone wants to be creative, music, dancers, everything you name it. You know what I mean? Was there? I will I will nearly the dancers. I will everyone was there. You know, so it's amazing that uh, I look back and I was like, wow. Um, we made it against the all odds where we didn't have any peers to look up to. We didn't mm. have no references. We became our own references. Yes. Which is beautiful. You know what I mean? We became our own strength. You know what I mean? It's either you do it, you make it, or you fall yes. on your own accord. Yes. And uh, so when, 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 the, when the modeling industry called me, well, I it didn't call me, it find me because that's what I wanted. You know? Mm-hmm. And they like, like my friends at that time, I called them Abu Brenda Farsi, Abu Imam Bifon. No, I was already in the in the whole in the in the, in the, in the industry. You know mm, what I mean? Because mm, mm. I wanted to be there. You know what I mean? The industry was calling me. I remember I said I was I always tell my friends I said I'm the one of the first uh, video vixen. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got about thirty videos of twenty or thirty videos on all South African musicians. Oh so, man, you are. You are lucky to be legendary are, artist, Ephraim. Legend, legendary like artist. You know, yeah, like the, the legend. About Vicky Simpson, mm. you said I was. You know, I mean, from there, you know, from modeling industry, and then I became. Oh, I know this is very debatable, but uh, the youngsters, please Google because Google is your is your thing now. <laughs> if you want to find out, I was I did my first uh, video. A, a commercial for mm-hmm. diesel jeans. At that time, diesel jeans was, was not using any blackface, if you may call it. Young, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Yeah. So I was one of the first, actually, from Africa. Oh, man. 
to do um, a digital commercial, which went and win two Ken Awards in, 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 in France, in Cannes. And then, I, and I had to learn French. Christopher Bongo, he helped me. Christopher, <laughs> shout out to Christopher, bro. Oh. Dialect and all that, you know. Imagine, I, I was a boy from Soweto who didn't know how to speak French mm-hmm. in the early night. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But Christopher helped me, he was there, he guided me how to use the dialect and all that. And then I got a commercial. And then boom, it won two awards, you know. And then uh, billboards, you go to America, you got billboards, you go to Australia, there it is, you know, you go to Europe, voila. So yeah, and then it, the, the, the wheels start turning for me and then I started getting gigs from as far as did a commercial for a market that I've never been to Israel. Oh, <laughs> you man. Know? oh wow. No, and then my modeling spun all the way when I was early nineties, uh nineteen ninety two, ninety three, I was with Sheldon Kaufman, he's from um Naked Ape. We went to um Istanbul, Turkey, and then that's why we started kind of international matching ourselves as the jersey designers international, you know. Oh man, that is so beautiful. Bro, when you are going through all of this, like you are hanging out with the superstars of that age, you know. And I'm talking about big musicians. You are in Yeovil when Yeovil yeah. is bubbling with African talent. Like literally everyone from Africa who's young is in Yeovil and putting out, right? Yeah. For a yeah. second there, I, I just want you to tell me, for a second, did you feel like you were destined for greatness? Because the people that you were surrounded by were so amazing in their own right. You are also amazing. but. Is it something that was like, nah, I'm, de- I'm destined to be a success story? You know what, Smash? I think my mom, fortunately she's still alive, she'll tell you. Um, from from days, years, when I was still going my to my beta extension there, mm. um, I was already knowing what I want. I always want to be, not limelight, but always want to be out there and doing mm. odd things. It's mm. cool. My principal, I had a, I had a, I had a fight with my principal because I brought the radio to listen to the. Um, remember those years? There was a school uh, thing, uh, school classes during the week. Mm-hmm. We listen on radio, mm-hmm. and so I, you know, I'll bring for maths. I'll bring the radio, and we mm-hmm. listen to maths in the class. <laughs> and, then, and I had a conflict with my principal. But I said, you know, this is the extension of. You know, I always wanted, even when the, the but he, he started liking me because he can see that I'm doing things differently. Hmm. I remember even when the, the group, the, the dance group from America, I think Alvin Ailey, when they came to South Africa, first time they ever came to South Africa, they were visiting Val. And then I was the only one black guy from Township who went to meet them at the airport, who was called to meet them at the airport. Because a lot of guys didn't understand what's Alvin Ellie. Yeah. Hey. I was already saying, oh, Alvin Ellie, the only black, you know, a, a, a ballet dance school in New York and all that. You know what I mean? So I was like, wow. You know, oh, I mean, man. I did everything that um, she's. Uh, I met Brenda, I was only four years, five years when I met Brenda Pass. So you could imagine my life already was in the motion. That's <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. She was, yes. she was our she was our neighbor uh, uh, relatives. Uh-huh. So in my Petra. So mm. she used to come and visit us, uh, visit there. And then added, the other day she took us, the whole kids we were only six, six of us, put us in her in her in her uh, kumbi, took us to her house in Fairhof. Didn't I get a hiding from my mom when he came back? <laughs> <laughs> 
Ephraim, where's the book, bro? Where is the book? Where's the book? I am so gonna write this book. Come on, bro. I would say, I would say my life is full of pictures. Pictures tell their story. Because everywhere I, I, I used to take pictures about and about my life. You know what I mean? So I've already started putting pictures. Unfortunately, most of the pictures got disappeared. But I am willing to write a book to write to tell a story. I've been and, in this journey from for many years. And and you know when we as part of fashion sense uh, and when we were talking about if more like 20 years later you're still going strong, bro. In 2002, I was in grade eight. Just to put this into perspective for my listeners, you know. So when 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 you got your break in like SA Fashion Week, I, I remember like I was like, wait again. I think I want to mess with fashion later on in my life. And you were one of those people that I knew like from the jumps, like because. Everyone else did not look like me. You look like me. You know what I mean? And and <clears throat> I'm interested to know your fashion sense. Where does it come from? Um, I, I'll tell you what. I, I think I'm because I'm a very artistic person mm. uh, in a way. I I never limit myself to just clothing mm. as a fashion. Mm. Uh, my fashion sense it comes from I think it's something that's within the blood. Mm. Because my mom, I used to look at my mother. She was the best dresser, whatever, if I call her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she used to dress the cheap. I checked our pictures at the wall when we were still young, how she used to dress us in Ackermans as those years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I was this cool, you know, I will, will buy, I'll buy secondhand clothes and redo them. You oh, know, I, I, I used to be, uh, there's a jacket that I had. It was a, I went to buy a secondhand jacket, uh, coat, Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a suede, and mm-hmm. I cut it, and I made a tassel. You know that cowboy tassel? Yes, yes, yes. Cool. <laughs> That's when Brenda came from London. When she had a bee on her on her on her head. Yes. And then wearing that jacket, I was like, I want to have that jacket, and I'm gonna make it because it was too expensive to buy it from uh, from Mulas. Mulas was selling it for five thousand at that time. You could imagine it in the early nineties. That, That's a lot it, of it, money. Late, actually, eight, late 80s, because it was like 1988, somewhere there. Mm. You know what I mean? It was a lot of money. I was like, I don't have that kind of... But I became a star because I had I, I had the same jacket as, as Brenda Fancy. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> so my fashion, my fashion thing, passion, has been something that has been in, inside me. You know, and um, my grandmother, she used to work for the... My my, my, my mom's sister. She worked, she used to work at a... Not clothing, fabric shops. She used to cut yes. fabric. So I got fitted by fabrics, the prints, and all that. And then that's when, when I started my fashion, my, my thing, I started really going out. You know, I started on a very bang because my collection was like bright, the brightest of them all on that, yeah. on that season. Yeah. I did a pink, I call it pink panther. We call it pink panther because yeah. it's black and pink. You know what I mean? I did uh, all exotic designs and everything. So, Print on prints was a big thing that I, I started doing early 90s. Early 90s, when I was styling at that time, I used to style a lot from magazines. There's no celebrity I never worked with uh, of then and even now getting the youngsters working with. So I'm kind of like a pride myself that, you know, I being, I being, I gave so much of myself in the industry. Mm. And it was not even about money, it was about passion and mm. recreating this new way of where South Africa fashion is going, where it's come from. Because before, most of designers, you get clothes from overseas and replicate them and redo yeah. them. Same yeah. army. Yeah. And for me, it was like, nah, I want to do my own thing. I want to do a South African thing. 
there's no South African fashion, but we're gonna re- recreate our own South African fashion. Then I started looking at the cultures like your 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 your, your movement of the early early sixties, your Sophia Town movements. Mm-hmm. You know, I started, I started looking at the the what my mind there used to be like those years there used to be like a competition of the strengthers, call mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. like, No, I used to like watching how the miners used to do their own clothes because we also like they were still staying at the the hostels, but mm-hmm. they, yeah, so they didn't have anybody to do their clothes but accept themselves. Either the, the pants is torn, they'll repatch it and give it a patchwork. So that to me, that was a culture, was something like, wow, this is so beautiful. I'm gonna do it and make it more fashionable and make it more creative. And that the rest is history. So I've been so I've been looking at a power pansula say trust our pansula. We got so many still culture, our own cultures in South Africa. So sometimes I, it, it makes me mad how most of youngsters wanna we wanna. Do what we when the people before us did copy what other people internationally do and and call it our own design no go let's go and redo it redo your own thing redo your own thing you know what i mean yes you can't reinvent a tire but yes. you can dress it differently you know yes 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 let's talk about let's talk about the spotlight is on africa right now like you look at the continent and, and the thing is here's the craziest thing the spotlight has always been on africa the difference is that they stole everything from africa and they made us believe that there's nothing else right and then the spirit of africa is so powerful it has reignited itself and the resource is the people the resource is us now what do you say yep. to young people who don't believe that their story as an African child is important. You know what? Um, we are in the youth month, and it's said that most of youth they can they can celebrate this month because first of most most of youth are out of work; they're not working. Most of youth uh, they've given themselves to drugs and stuff. Most of youth they don't have a direction of life, so as to speak. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of which it reminds me of where we were in the 90s. It's like a, to me, it's like a deja vu. You know, when we started in the 90s, we didn't have a direction, but we just found our own path. And I think if in the same spirit that some of us did, I was never there in the, in the 70s, in 1976, I was young. Mm-hmm. So I can't, mm-hmm. I can't take that and make it mine. Mm-hmm. I make my own examples of other youth when I was growing, what happened? You know mm. what I mean? So, based on the 1976 years, but my struggle is different from 1976. Mm. Still continuing. Maybe there's an additional of the even the worst additional of from 1976 because now we've got things like uh, AIDS uh, pandemics. You mm-hmm. know, we've got we've got drugs pandemics. Mm-hmm. We've got a whole lot of things that's happening now. Mm. <laughs> you know that mm. so we've got quite a huge uh, pain on our shoulders as a I put myself as a youth of today because my sons are still the youth. I, they, they, mm. they, I mean, my, my nieces, my nephews, and all they are youth of today. So mm. I'm taking myself and putting myself in that and said, How do we come out? Youth, guys, listen to me. Youth, if you don't have resources, use the best of your best. Use your mentality. Think mm. beyond everything. Think. You know, I think what you can do and expand on it. I, like I said, when I started, I never had a penny, but mm. I said, I'm going to be a mother. I mm. use my charm, I use my faith, not to say I'm using my body for negative things. You guys, I see the youngsters, they put themselves on Instagrams, on, 
on on a whole lot of things for negative reasons. Mm. Use your body for positive reasons, not for negative reasons. So let's go back to basics, guys, and have respect to ourselves and love ourselves because immediately you flesh something that is going to make you comfortable uncomfortable it's going to make your parents uncomfortable it's going to make your peers uncomfortable it's going to make your kids uncomfortable now you know it's wrong no matter how much you can be stubborn about it no matter how much you think you are forward in life there's still morals morals will never change morals are still there you will never change your morals no matter how what i love that so I love that because most importantly you are standing up for something and in this day and age a lot of people don't have much to stand up for or they choose not to stand up for things you know so i think you you just put it beautifully by saying use what you have think and you know thinking yes. is about application you you need to apply yourself and use that resource and, and the cool thing about being young is that you've got energy right so a no that, yes when when someone says no to your uh, whatever you are thinking or your proposition or putting yourself out there go and use that no as a fuel to go to the next person you know what i mean thank you so much the the youth of today unfortunately they've got so much to take from yeah. we didn't have we, like i said we became our own uh, references Yes. They got a lot of references from, from other people. I yes. never had any references. I don't want to the reference. You know, Mary Makeba to me. Remember Mary Makeba to me was one of my references. Mm. And I even went to work with her. Mm. I remember when we were casting, when she, we went to her house, me and Felix Masikuko. Mm. We sat at her house and she said, I used to do my own clothes. Superstar as I am, I will make my own clothes, my own wardrobe. I mean, I'm talking about superstar, Mary yeah. Makeba. Global, who went global and, and, and superstar, UN, and addressed the UN. She went to the Grammys. She went. To, she was. She she rubbed the shoulders with the best of the best of this world, the kings and queens and the, the princess and whatever. But she made her own clothes. I really love that. She styled herself. I so mean... why will you not want to utilize the talent that you've got for positiveness? So guys, yeah. Youngsters, it's hard time. We shave ourselves away from, I'm sorry, you know what, life didn't happen the way I want it. To say, you know what, let me take those lemons that they've been, I've been getting them. You know, it's cliche in my sound. Let me take those lemons and change them into lemonade and That's spice right. them with, the, with sugar. <clears throat> and That's right. That, you know what, to say, okay, you guys are used to only lemonade with sugar. No, I'm going to put a tartar. I'm going to put hey. uh, some mint. I'm going to put something. And it's gonna be exotic and you want to have it you, you didn't want to give me anything but you're gonna drink it and i'm gonna sell it to you so there's so much that youngsters can do out there this with no resources like i said we started with no resources yeah and in the 90s was really, really harder it was harder was mm-hmm. it was so hard because we had to compete not only with south africans we had the market just open we had americans big americans big who's from america flying this country as a model from Britain, from anywhere in the world. So I had to compete with those people that you guys see, like, oh, that's a super, that's Tyson. Tyson will come in and, and, and cast in South Africa and he got a job, because mm. it's Tyson. And mm. I had to compete with Tyson. I had to compete with so-and-so, with the supermodels of that of that time. You know what I mean? But I made it against all odds, because I never put myself down and be sorry about myself to say, 
in Ibeka, I say I'm from township. No, township never existed in my mind. What is this? It was like, I'm from the hood. I'm going to make it just like everybody. I love that. Yo, this is so beautiful. It's like, <laughs> you know, like every, every time you speak and because you expand, right? It's like you even know my follow-up question, but I can't ask it because you answer it in your expansion. I, I really, I really love that. And in, 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 in closing, I want you to tell me about the power of having a vision. I always say when when people said, can you do a talking to be a motivational talker and all that, I said, no, I'm going to have a conversation with people. I don't talk. I don't tell people how to think. I don't tell people. I want to tell people how, how they should portray their dreams. I don't mm. want to tell. I'm not that kind of person. So mm. for me, the power of mind is so important to you to expand it. Don't limit yourself to Google. Don't limit yourself. Read. Start reading books that the book that you think is it's useless. Read it. The magazines. If I can show you, I collect magazines as far as look at me. I've got a, a library of, of magazines I've collected over the years. Oh, you know what wow. I mean? I've got books I collect. I read Smash. I read a lot. I might not sit down every day and read, but if I want to do a reference, I'll go and find something and read about it. You know? So in a nutshell, the power for you to expand your mind, you have to unlimit your thinking. And for you to unlimit your thinking, you have to to empower yourself with the knowledgeable, whether it's a humans, whether it's the books, whether it's a, you go out in a field and look just at the birds, how they live, just look at the animals, how they live, just look at anything that you have never took time to go and learn, go and do it. Simple thing, you can learn so much from a dog. You can mm. learn so much from a dove. You can learn so much from a bird, how the bird build a nest, what they do, how they build feet, how, all those little things that you think you know, you don't know. You, it's a hearsay in your ear, but they've never seen them happening. So if you can just put your mind into it and say, you know what? I want to go and listen to the water, the river. Go and find a river somewhere and listen how it flows. Listen to the sound. Not what you have been told. Not what you think Google tells you. Not what the TV it brings to you. No. Go and actually go and, and sit in the nature. Find a field somewhere. Get a friend, two or three friends. Go and hike and sit out there and listen to the birds and just look at the nature you'll feel the reconnection. You'll feel the reality of coming, of thinking. And that's all you need. Man, I got goosebumps, man. You're giving me goosebumps, man. <laughs> Last but not least, um, Ifrin, what does the future look like according to you? To me, I think um, my life is just starting. I'm 51 years old, but I feel like I'm 21 years old. Bro, you don't look a day over 40. Two boys, two boys, two sons, so you could imagine. I'm, 40, I'm 51 years old, and um, like I said, it's the energy that you put, that you take in. Whatever that you take in, it will give out. So if I, if I want to be crampy and I want to be a miserable person, I'll look it. If I want to be energetic, hyped up person, not trying to look young, but living the way I want to live, I'll look that part. So for me, the future is about bringing the best of you. And I'm bringing the best of me. I'm not saying I'm a has-been, I've done it all, there's a new cloud, there's a new cloud, and, and I'm not chasing a cloud, by the way. Yes. Never chase a cloud. Never ever chase a cloud because you don't know, it can be a mirage. That cloud can be a mirage, there won't be no rain. Yes. You know what I mean? So when you look in the, in the, when it's hot and look in the road, you can see that there's a, that beautiful shiny thing in the middle of the road, you think it's rain or something. No, by the time you come there, it's 
keep them moving forward. It's like it's like chasing a rainbow. You never chase yeah. a rainbow, but yes. like, you know, you can feel it. You don't really feel the rainbow, but it's there. So youngsters, the cloud things, all these bubble things, it's just a bubble that you're gonna and it's gone. Don't be don't don't try to be don't try to be something that you're not. Be be honest with yourself to say this is me. I've got capabilities of one, two, three. I can never be a supermodel because I don't have the certain height they want. I don't have, and I can never be an another fixing person because just as so because so and so is doing it. I can never. But let me be me. Find your path. I always find my path in what I do. I find my path and I do it my own way. Because so many designers, but I kept myself to be that kind of a designer. I'm not saying I can see everyone's doing this, everyone's doing that, somebody's doing this but I don't follow what they're doing. I'm not trying to take from everybody what they're doing. I find my own way and do my own thing. And that's what makes you to be unique. And that's what makes you to be yourself, to be that person that everyone says, that, ah, that girl, we're going with him. Mm. That guy, you know, he was unique in his presentation. Everyone mm. can do a presentation, mm. but what kind of presentation are you bringing on table? That's what we're looking at. We, go, we all go, we see all these presentations on table. You hear me how I speak. Somebody speak more eloquent than I can ever be. Mm. No, but I'm not gonna say oh that person speak with them with an accent, speak mm. with his name. Mm. No, that's not me. I'm the person I, I'm I'm chatting to you now. I'm speaking to you, and you'll know my voice. You need to say ah oh, that's his own voice. Can hear his tone. Can hear his whatever how he speaks. That's how he speaks. You know what I mean? He's not trying to be somebody else. So boys and girls, be unique. And your uniqueness is within you. Everything is in here, in you. No one can take it away from you. As long as it's in your head, it's in you. Don't try to be persuaded by somebody else's uh, achievements. Yeah, those are their achievements. I always say, youngsters, it's like somebody saying to you, how to make a million. Millionaires mm. don't take you how to make a million. They don't tell you how to make a million. They make their own million. Why would somebody come and tell you how to make a million? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Find a way of how to make your own million. Because if I make it, I'm not going to tell you my secrets of how to make million. But mm. why would somebody want you to give you their, give them your money to go and make million? Mm. No, they're making million out of your money. Mm. And then in parting, I will always want to give three. I'm not calling it calling, but warning, but uh, something to, to 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 ponder on. Young girls, GBV is GBV is on high rise. Boys, GBV is on high rise. Mothers, GBV is on rise. Parents, you name it. What happened to our society? Mm. We need to reflect again. We cannot live the way we live, guys. This is absolutely out of, out of, out of, I can't, I don't even have a way to express it, but we cannot live. We have to stop. Don't be influenced by so and so because you heard so and so has got a boyfriend who's bought her, him, car, this, that. Don't be influenced by material stuff because that's your flop. That's where you start wanting these things, and then that's exactly the red flags that you are bringing. You are bringing red flags to yourself. Don't do that, girls. Drugs is a big challenge to youngsters. Mm. Don't think that you have made it. I've got friends who have died. Friend of us has died. Mm. I mean, Whitney Houston died mm. of drugs, guys. Mm. How much more? How much more you want to see that? Mm. And last but not the least, guys, 
the, the struggle is continuing. Don't don't rely on 350 rhinos. Don't rely on government. Don't rely on anybody else. Rely on yourself and the resources that you, the little resources that you've got. And for you to go out, find try to find as much as real people as possible. I may not be real to you, but somebody else will be real to you. And that person should be somebody who will be open enough to you said, I'm going to show you one, two, three. But they shouldn't be trying to pursue to the certain level of whereby you'll compromise who you are. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the one and only Ifema Ifema Mudimwani spitting the bars, spitting the facts. I feel like this week, this week, and as we pay homage and remember the youth and the class of 1976, this week we have taken you on a journey of appreciating who you are and using what God has given you with no material, with no judgment, and using that as a force to be the change around your neighborhood. It's so crazy, the stuff that you are saying. I did an interview with Sanza from YFM back in the day. Yes, and, and we're talking And we're talking about Yeovil Dinner Club. You and him are saying the same thing. And it's not by chance that you and him are saying the same thing in one week. So this is history in the making. And the most beautiful thing is, in case you tuned in late, you can catch this on 5fm.co.za and the 5fm app. Ephraim, thank you for being the light. Thank you for being the inspiration. Thank you. Thank you for being a father. Thank you for being a leader. Thank you for being accountable, not only for yourself, but for the environments that you play in business, personal, otherwise. You are the light, bro. You are light. Thank you. Stay I really shiny. Appreciate. Stay shiny. Thank you. Thank you, Smash. Oh, man. I love that. Smash Africa on five.